Welcome to Deep Waters. I am George Jakovic, and with the champions, ESPN analyst, champion Hall of Famer Tim Bradley, champion Pauli Malinaji, and champion Chris Algieri. This is Deep Waters. No shock here. We are talking about David Benavides on Saturday night. He looks spectacular. Scored a sixth-round knockout over Boo Boo Andrade. And we're talking the aftermath of that fight. And we were live. Subscribe to Pro Box TV because we were live right after the fight for almost two hours. And we talked about that fight. We're back on a Monday talking about it again. Tim Bradley, um, I watched the post-fight press conference. And the last words that David Benavidez said was, welcome to the David Benavidez era. Tim, give me your thoughts on the fight. <laughs> wow. Welcome to the era. You know what? He's actually right. He's right. Um, dating back, what? I, again, going back 40 years, man, I don't think we've seen a, a, a fighter with this type of skill set, with this type of size, with this type of determination, uh, punch count. I mean, you name it, man. This guy has it all. He can do it all in a ring, man. Um, and he's tough as nails. Tough as nails as well. But uh, I can just tell you this. I, I'm going to call this guy, um, he's like the a sweet science killer. I would call him a sweet science killer because like he's fought Plant, who's a tremendous boxer. Uh, and he just took out Andrade, who is a Southpaw and also a tremendous fighter as well. And well, schooled, talented, skilled. And he took him out as well. Um, his style, David's style is a combination. I believe he has the speed, the length, the way he was able to control this fight was off his jab, moving forward you know, pushing a frantic pace. He was basically having having uh, Andrade um, working harder than he needed to work. You know, Andrade was 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 frantic. He saw him throwing quick combinations. I, you know, I knew he was going to get out to a quick start with those quick combinations, but he couldn't sustain that over the course of 12 rounds. There's no possible way that he can sustain that. Um, another thing that I saw during the fight was, was that Benavidez, he took advantage of that level change and that kind of posturing that that Andrade liked to do. Uh, and he took that away with the right hook. That's the reason why he was able to land that right hook was because he would lean in that sleeve, that C slot, get his head down. Anytime that that uh, Benavidez would throw a shot at him, he would try to avoid shots by moving towards that C, C slot. And when he did that, he ran right into that right hook. You know, and then from there it was just downhill from there, man. As soon as he caught him, he heard him. I knew it was downhill from there. I saw the eyes starting to swell up. That happens when you start getting older as a fighter. You start to swell up. If you look at the back end of my career, uh, when I was fighting guys, I was I was starting to swell up profusely around the eye areas. Um, and that's what you started to see from Andrade. Uh, I'm glad that the corner stopped the match. To be honest with you, I'm glad that they saved his life because it would have been bad. I'm telling you, it would have been bad if, if he would have continued because that, that onslaught was going to come more and more every single round. Chris, before we get your thoughts, I want to remind everyone, Wednesday, November 29th, Pro Box TV, the Wednesday night fight series is going down, so make sure you subscribe. Good fighters and great fights. Paulie and Chris and Goalie on the call. That's Wednesday, November 29th. Chris, uh, we were live after the fight, and, and we had a lot to say for two hours. Um, it's been a little over a day since then. Uh, what are your thoughts now about the performance? You know, it hasn't really changed. Um, you know, the, the the immediate reactions that that I had, I, I'm still very impressed. I mean, David Benavidez, you know, I said it that night. I You know, he I didn't even realize that he was going to say something about the next Benavidez era, but I said he's the next in line. He's going to be the the head of this sport. 
Um, you know, whether he gets to the Canelo fight or not, I think that the Canelo era is coming to an end. And and David Benavides is right. This is this is going to be his time for a while. Uh, he is he is phenomenal. And I like what you said, Tim. You, what would you say? Uh, um, uh, would you say sweet science? Sweet, sweet science, science killer. killer. Sweet science killer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean that that's that's a great description because technically, I went back and watched it again today just to watch it from a strategic and technical standpoint. And the things that Benavides was doing, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm just bigger, stronger, athletic, younger. No, he was doing things that he worked on in the gym. You you mentioned that right hook. That shot, he he was throwing that immediately in round number one, and he never got away from it. When you're working on something in the gym and you guys have come to a conclusion with your team, this is going to work. We're going to set it up. We're going to find it. If, if, if it doesn't land in round one, okay, we bring it back in round two. Or maybe not. Maybe we bring it back in round three. Maybe bring it back in round four. That shows me that they had that higher boxing IQ, that they were setting up that shot because they knew that it would work. And it did. And as soon as it landed, and I was watching with some buddies of mine, I said, I was like, even Dimitri, like a lot of the shots that hit him, he wasn't doing anything wrong. His hands were up. His hands were in the right p- position. But, but Benavides, Benavides was so precise you know, he had that glove up as he was leaning to that side, and the punch just went right through the middle. Bang! Cracked, cracked Demetrius right in the nose. And then from then on, once once he landed, it's almost like uh like a heat-seeking missile. It's like once the target was found, Benavides couldn't miss. That was so impressive. The 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 precision of the the combinations that he was landing in rounds four, five, and six. I mean, the guy could not miss. He had a homing missile on every shot, and. Yeah, it was that that fight was stopped at the right time. It was not going to get any better. Benavides wasn't gassed at all. His conditioning looked great. Uh, too big, too strong, too precise, too sharp, too smart. It was everything. The guy yep. had everything. He had everything on Saturday night. Super impressed. Still, you know, in in hindsight, probably even more impressed because the guy got to, I got to look at it for more less less being excited and more just analytical, and he looked even better. So, I mean, I tip my hat to Team Benavides. They did a a fantastic job prepping for a very difficult opponent. And uh, I agree, David Benavides. Well, we are now in your era. I'll tell you what. um, You guys made some great points. Uh, First off, the the fact that – I want to just touch on the fact that he was a big – this is a big super middleweight, okay? This is a Mm -hmm. big, big guy. And um, I think the physicality of the fight was what I think Andre would have lasted a little longer had he had some more natural size to him. But Andre is a junior middleweight, went up to middleweight. And Andre has been always pretty physically strong and been able to bully opponents. And even early in this fight, he took the time to bully a little bit uh, at, at Benavidez and did, did well. He did well from the outside. And then on the inside, he was kind of bullying. But it, it like like the champ Tim said, it it caused Benavi- it caused uh, Andre to work harder. He had to continue to work harder to have the advantage and that was sucking on the gas tank down quick man he was revving the engine in fourth and fifth gear consistently in those early rounds and and that's why he ran out of gas so fast you know because Andre has a a reputation to kind of fade as the fight goes but you know obviously he's undefeated going in but he was also you know it was also the kind of fade where I I, the way I strategically looked at the fight I said he's probably going to get stopped in nine or ten but he revved that engine in fourth and fifth gear but also because like they Tim said, it's because Benavides forced him to work that hard. And so he had to keep revving that engine and it gave him an early advantage, but you could see the sand just going out of the hourglass quickly. And, and yes, uh, the stoppage was nothing short of, of the right time. You know I mean? Because really 
you let him go and he's just going to be, be going on hard. You can see his arms were very, he was punching very arm weary uh, as, as in the end of in the part of the fight where he was getting beat up. So you're not going to suddenly get that snap back in your punches. Once you're starting to punch, punch in that arm weary fashion, the snap is not going to come back into your punches. You are absolutely gassed out, fatigued. And, uh, and that's it. Then um, you talk about the right hook. I always found I never lost to a southpaw until I fought the bare knuckle fight and with against Lawbob, which then I actually didn't really lose that fight. But that's another question for another day. <laughs> but, but I did break my hand. But what I tell you that the that one thing that's one weapon I didn't get to use with Lawbob much. But I I will say the backhand hooking punch from the backhand it works on opposite stances. If you look at uh, Pacquiao knocked that Hatton with that shot. Um, and also a lot of right-handers will, will have a lot of success against southpaws, that hooking punch against the opposite stance, because like Tim said, you go into that C position from the yeah. opposite stance and it goes right into that hooking punch. But a hook from the backhand typically doesn't work against your own stance uh, if, the, if your opponent knows what he's doing anyway, you know? But against the opposite stance, it works very, very well. It was always a punch that I always had a lot of success with. And I think Benavid, Team Benavides realized they might be able to have a lot of success with that. And obviously, as you guys mentioned, they did have a lot of success. I remember even sparring Conor McGregor. He ate those like candy, bro. I mean, constantly. Mm -hmm. And if you remember the Khabib fight, Khabib, who doesn't even have a stand-up game, dropped McGregor with that backhand and right hook. I mean, so the backhanded right, the backhanded, uh, the, the the power backhand hook against the opposite stance works a lot. And Benavidez really brought that out as part of his game plan, stuck with it. And he really uh, took away even some rest moments. Because again, when when, when Andre kind of goes into that little, little, little shuffle change and little, little position change, he he's, you're kind of sometimes reassessing him because he can shoot. He's so athletic. He can go into these little positions and shoot. So you kind of have to give him a second. But, uh, but Benavides didn't give him a second. Benavides was ready to throw that right hook right away as soon as he would get into that position. So, again, it took away the rest, number one. It kept him dangerous, number two. And, of course, the power was what also bothering Andre. Hey, George, before you go, George, let me just say one more thing before we go to the next, next topic. But when you did see, and I just want to make this a point, when you did see Andrade have success, it was in the moments where you saw Benavides disengaging and squaring up his feet, gathering his feet and squaring up. That's what I was talking about. That right there. So I wanted to bring that. I wanted to bring that to the light. You know what I mean? Because people think I'm just hating. I'm just saying that's what I'm talking about. Those are the issues I'm talking about. Now, when he's when he's squared up and he's doing a rope of dope and he's up against the ropes, he's dangerous there. A lot of people don't understand he's dangerous there because he's able to turn up get outside of shots and turn up with his uppercuts. And he's able to lean back because he's so tall along the ropes to avoid shots, hooks that are coming around the outside. So, you know, I just wanted to make that clear that those moments where he got hit with those combinations was because he brought his feet, gathered his feet together, brought his front foot back with his back foot, and he stood straight up and he was able to block shots like this, but he took on some, he took some punishment along the way. By doing so. So I just wanted to let the fans know that's what I was talking about. Well, Tim, that was perfect because I was just going to ask people to download the app again and tell them why. <laughs> but you just told them why, because there, there's fighters and champions on here that tell people why fights happen, not just how, not just describing the action, but why certain things happened in the fight. So download the app, ProBox TV. Uh, Tim uh, Canelo, that's the name we've been hearing for Benavides for a long, long time and it's magnified even more after this fight. Before we talk about whether or not it should happen, I think we agree it should. What I think pe people haven't talked about is what a spectacular fight that could be, Canelo and Benavides. 
I, I think the fight itself is is fantastic, and that's the reason why everybody's salivating over the fight. You know, we want to see if Canelo's is great. We want to see if Benavides is great at the end of the day. But I can just tell you this: Canelo doesn't necessarily have to fight him. Trust me, like we want him to fight he him. Does, but should he? he? But, but he should he? No belts. He's look, gotta look, fight him. Already. I want him to fight him. But check this out. Check this out. You're right. You're right, Paulie. And that's the contender that has to get a title shot. And has to get a title oh, he, shot. oh, he's been earned it. I thought he earned it after the plant fight. There's no doubt. I thought he earned it after the plant fight, you know, and then he fought a guy that Canelo didn't want to fight. Yeah. Who is Andrade and, now. And if, I mean, and if you got all the titles, you got to defend against the best contender. Otherwise you, you can't be the champion. Either you defend against the best contender, but he's the number one mandatory now. I, I, you know, I read through the grapevine that WBC made the winner of this fight a mandatory to face Canelo Alvarez. Now, if Canelo Alvarez reneges and says no, then he's going to have to let go of the belt. And then, you know, I mean, that won't look that won't look too hot on Canelo if he just gave up the belt to give it to Benavides. But I can just tell you this. Canelo, again, is on the back end of his career. You know, he's trying to pick and choose who he wants to face. I'm not saying it's right, but that's what he's going to do. Um, I think that the pay-per-view numbers really matter here. If the pay-per-view numbers are, 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 are crazy, which are meaning good, then he, there's a possibility he may do it in his last fight. But I doubt it. I highly doubt it, man, because I think he sees what everybody else is seeing. This kid is getting better and better each time out. It's going to be – I had it, what, 60-40 the last time I talked about Canelo and Benavides. Now I have it somewhere along the lines. I'm going to say 49-51-ish mm, right there. And I'm still favoring, slightly favoring Canelo Alvarez, but Benavides is on his freaking heels. There's no doubt about it because the later the fight goes, the more dangerous is going to be for Canelo. That's why I feel because we know Canelo, what does he do? He gasses out. Early on, Canelo will have to assess, but if he's able to hold on to that lead early on, then I think he can pull off the victory late. But if he's not able to sustain himself, keep himself together, then Benavidez, again, will swarm him. He's bigger, longer. He can box on the outside. He can fight on the inside. He has combinations. He has volume, the volume needed to, to beat a guy like Canelo to keep him defensive and not allow him to land shots. So um, great, great fight, I think, still. But... I don't think we're going to see it, guys. I really don't. I think Canelo's Tim, fight him. Tim, I have a question before Chris yeah. and, and Paulie jump in. If he doesn't fight him, isn't it a bad look for boxing? We always talk about what's good and bad for boxing, but but isn't it bad for boxing? Also, if he doesn't fight Benavides, shouldn't he just sell out and fight Jake Paul? I mean, he's not serious about fighting the biggest challengers. Just cash out and fight Jake Paul. Look, I've seen this. I've seen this before. I've seen this many times. I I didn't get a shot at Floyd Mayweather. Um, I I you know, Benavides might not get a shot at Canelo. You but know what I mean? Um, you also, we're on the other side of the street. You know what I mean? I, Floyd would never work with top rank, right? So there's. I'm not saying it's excusable. No, but you're right. There, there's a path to where to, there's a path here for Benavides and Canelo. Can Benavides? Canelo's his own man. He can work with PVC. No, I I understand what you're saying, but I I, I don't think that. Canelo not fighting Benavidez will will hinder his his or or uh put a dent in his 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 let's say legend. Like I, I don't yeah, think it yeah. will. I don't think that I don't think that you know that takes away from what Canelo's done in the sport already. I think that, that he got only... three, the fact that he got three or four decisions he didn't deserve plus Duck Benavidez hurt his look, Nah, Paulie, this look, is gonna be one of those situations. Look, if they don't fight it, it, it in 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 the interim, in this in this short period of time around it, everyone's gonna like, ah, he's sucking him. But legacy wise, just like now, legacy wise, people aren't people aren't really talking about that stuff. At the end of the day, it's not gonna matter that much 
for Canelo and his legacy. I don't think it's going to matter for Benavidez either. If they don't fight, Benavidez is still going to be the next guy. And he's going to have a long run where he's going to be able to build his own legacy. We want it really bad right now because we're right in it. You know, right. The news minute's a news minute, man. It's a minute. And and we 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 put this in the tail and look in the hindsight, look in the rearview mirror. People aren't really going to talk about this fight not really happen. Some people will. The Paul Amonajis of the world will. Yeah, but, of course. You know, but but honestly, I don't think it's going to affect the legacy of Canelo. Canelo's done so much already. But I'm going to be optimistic CA here. I think the fight's actually going to happen. I think Canelo, mm. like mm. you said, Tim, because he, he still can win the fight. The, mm-hmm. the, the issue is what what version of each man are we going to get? Does you know Canelo's not 100 percent anymore? He's not that he's not at the peak of his powers. But is he at 90 percent? Is he at 80 percent? Is he at 85 percent? Does 90 percent of of Canelo's best beat Benavides? Very 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 possible. But is 89 percent going to show up? Hmm. Is is, is that going to be enough when they do actually fight? The other on the flip side of the coin, what version of Benavides are we going to get? Because we've only seen him his best every time. So what's going to be next time? The the guy who just beat Andrade is the best version of Benavidez we've seen so far. Absolutely. The guy who beat Cal- the gay- guy who beat Caleb Plant was the best version of uh, of of Benavides that we saw until that point. Yep. So who are we getting? You guys, next you fight? guys, bo- you guys both been inhaling that jar of hope. Tim for thinking Canelo can beat him, and 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 Chris for thinking the fight's gonna happen. Tim, you <laughs> come on, on, man! You picked Ergashev. You picked Chef to beat Matias. Come on, dog! You picked Chef to beat Matias. Speaking of that, I've been catching. I've been catching it for the Puerto Ricans, so I have now completed the full scope. I've been called a racist against blacks for not for not cheering for blacks. I've been called a racist against Mexicans for being against Canelo. Now I'm called a racist against I was called against racist against Asians for being against Pacquiao. <laughs> now I'm now I've just entered the frame with Puerto Ricans for being for not picking Matias. Every, there's always every time I don't pick somebody, it's because I'm racist against them. Well, I completed the full circle. The, the guy who who fought um um Alakumi, the the Italian guy, Luke, um uh, Janabek, the guy who fought oh, Janabek, yeah, the right, Italian right. guy. Man, oh, you, you shit on him. You shit on him. We gave it. We gave it to him too. We are, <laughs> you shit on him. When, when too. you gotta get it, you gotta get it. I don't. Well, Italians, hey, where are the Italians at? Get on, Paulie. Well, you know that's that's the problem though. When when you have a difference of opinion, now you're jumped on and you're called a hater. So yeah. I don't think and I, I read the comments on these shows, especially when we talk about Canelo, and people say, "Oh, those guys are haters." No, no one's a hater. Paulie's not a hater for saying the fight won't happen. You know, I think a lot of us think it'll be a sensational fight. But I still think that, uh, I, Tim, I agree with you. It won't affect Canelo's legacy if he doesn't fight him. But in the short term, he's not an old guy here. He's older. He's towards the end of his career. He's 33. He didn't have the titles. It's more excusable. You have all the titles. You want right. to win all the titles? Now you got to defend them against the best. Otherwise, don't go win all the titles. Let Benavides go win one of the other belts. Exactly. And play, the whole, play the whole Crawford Spence game where oh, we both got titles. Or the Mayweather Pacquiao game. We both got titles and you can't come to terms. But once you took all the titles, you ran out of excuses because now the guy who has most deserving of the title shot has to get a title shot and you got all the titles. You did it to yourself. There's no way out of it now. If you didn't have all the titles, then you you there there'd be an out. There'd be we we could make ten, twenty excuses the way they did for Mayweather, Pacquiao, and Crawford Spence when the fight wouldn't happen, right? So you can go in different directions, but once you have all the titles, there is no out anymore. That's it. Okay. Now I do see a path for Canelo winning the fight here. I, I wanted to bring this out here. I do see a path for Canelo winning the fight. Having said that, having said that, 
I don't think, number one, that he even believes it. Otherwise, he would fight Benavides. No, number one, I don't think he believes it. And number two, personally, personally, my pick for the fight, I think Benavides runs him over like a train running over a car that's stuck in the that's stuck in the intersection of the train tracks, okay? Personally, me. I think Benavides runs him right over. But I do see a path, technically, for Canelo to win the fight, even though I don't think it's a good fight. We, everybody got excited about Canelo Bebo, remember? Was it a good fight? No. Just because Canelo's involved doesn't mean it's a good fight. Uh, Canelo wants to use the whole selling thing. Tim, you're going to give him excuses for, for him. You're talking about how this pay-per-view sold. It shouldn't matter. He sold. He fought Charlo. Charlo doesn't have a sell either. You know what I'm saying? He fight. He fights guys who don't sell when it's convenient for him. I'm okay? just telling so, you his excuses, Paulie. That's yes, it. I'm we, not, don't wanna, I'm we don't want to put them on a platter for him either. We, we, we know he, he used the Mexican. I don't want to fight Mexican excuses. And now he's going <laughs> to fight for me. I mean, come on, bro. At what point does it look ridiculous? now you know what i mean at what point does it start to look ridiculous he, he does it to himself so you know well, what I, i'll tell you the path that. i have for canelo to win i'll tell you the path at a certain point early in the fight but early in the fight benavides was walking andre straight down just walking yeah. through him even when andre was throwing those shots the crisp shots he was coming he was holding his ground hold at a certain point andre's body shots took a little bit of an effect on benavides so if you look when andre will go to the body after a couple of rounds benavides yeah. would step back Benavides yep. would try to ride with the body shot, step back, step back. So there is a path there through body punching where Benavides may start to respect you. Now, Andre is not strong enough. He's not physically yep. strong enough. He doesn't punch hard enough. Canelo may punch hard enough. Maybe he does. Enough. And that attack to the body may force Benavides back a little bit. And all of a sudden, if you can stop that relentless pressure, now you got a game here. Now, now you got the, te- the, the now you got that chess game going. Now you got a boxing match going. Now you got a fight going. You know, so I can see the path there. I just don't think the way Canelo has avoided this guy, I don't even think he believes it. That's the problem. And that's my issue with the whole thing. The guy deserves a title shot no matter what. Whether he wins or loses again, that title shot, it's fine. I personally think he wins. But whether he wins or loses, the fact that he's not getting a title shot is a freaking travesty. This guy's got all the belts, so he's out of excuses because you got all the belts. And then, well, like I said, when we and, bring up- And they're in the same, they're in the same promotional house. When yep. we've used the excuses, when we, ha- we put the excuses that he has used, you find it even more utterly ridiculous because you rewind and go back to these excuses, like I said, how re- they are even more ridiculous now, okay? So so the fight has to happen. And he just knocked off, obliterated the guy that Canelo wanted no part of, like Tim said. So that's my that's my two cents. Listen, oh, Wednesday night, before we, before we keep it going, Wednesday night, November 29th, is the next Pro Box TV Wednesday night fight series. Boxing on a Wednesday in the middle of the week, it doesn't get any better so download the app tim i i I didn't mean to cut you off but i'll throw one other thing out there um if the canelo fight doesn't happen next or anywhere in the uh, the the future benavides where does he go he talked about moving up to 75 he said he sparred with bivol he said he would fight him he would fight uh archer better um a canelo future uh, a canelo fight not being in his future where does david benavides go Anywhere he wants. Um, if Canelo doesn't want to face him, he can face the next guy up in the division. Um, I don't know who that is right now. I don't have a list of fighters right now. Um, but he can also go up to 175. I mean, no one's calling out Bivol, but Benavidez. I wouldn't mind seeing a Benavidez Bivol fight. I wouldn't mind seeing him go up to 175 pounds and facing the champion there, you know. Um- his legacy doesn't have to his legacy doesn't have to just end with Canelo. Guys, like I get it. It's a multi multi million dollar payday. I get it. 
But Benavidez is is starting to grow his fan base. People are starting to recognize what this guy is doing inside the ring. I mean, you got MMA guys that are commenting on him. Uh, you got numerous fans that are that are just tuned in just to watch him for the first time. Um, so he's, I mean, he's on the climb, and he's young. He's still in his twenties. He's young, so he still got some years years to grow his business and brand in the sport and continue to dominate. You know, but I wouldn't mind seeing him going up to 175 pounds and facing Bivol, another dangerous guy. Sparring is sparring. I get it. I heard about their sparring. Um, believe it or not, I was told that David Benavides hurt Bivol during his sparring. And as you guys know, sparring is sparring. You sometimes, you know, you know, you might not have a good day that day. You know, you're dieting, you're doing this, you're doing that. I mean, you got a lot on your mind. You're focusing for a fight, but when they sparred, he said he got the best of them at the end of the day. So he's going in there with that type of confidence, feeling that he can take out Bivol. And I wouldn't mind seeing it. I wouldn't mind seeing that match at all. I uh, I, I, I spoke a little bit about this on Saturday night, George Rittas, what does he do next? I think if, and it doesn't seem like he is, if Benavides is unwilling to let go of the Canelo fight, which I don't think he should. I don't think he should move up yet. Eventually he's going to end up at 75. I think he tangled, tussles with all those guys Probably just as well as he does that in 68. He's young enough, I think, he can grow into the division. And he's good enough that he's probably going to be a multi-divisional guy anyway. But if he really wants to chase Canelo, he can fight David Morrell or John Ryder. You take a guy like John Ryder and you bust him up and you get him out of there and you do something similar to what he did to Demetrius Andrade. It's like, all right, man, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm taking your scraps and I'm doing it better than you. Or... You fight a guy like David Morrell, who is another one a guy, another one of those guys nobody wants to fight. And you go out there and you beat that guy and you, and you, you do what you've been doing. And it's like, what else is left? I've beaten everybody, guy. I mean, everybody. The guys that you won't mention, I've I've beat up. What's up? What's next? I, just, I mean, sometimes you got to talk your way into fights. That's not going to guarantee him a fight, though. No, and absolutely not. Be, absolutely Canelo not. don't Canelo don't have to fight him. He's no, not gonna, it's, if he it's doesn't want to fight him, he's not going to. He's got to be stripped. He's got all the time. But he's he's sure. Listen to me. Listen to me, guys. Walk around like a big shot with four Listen walls. to me, guys. You got to defend it then. Look, I you, I agree with you, but Otherwise, I'm just telling you, Canelo don't need belts to sell fights. But he wants to keep them. He don't want to be stripped. He wants to be the big shot with the belt. I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't. But he's pretty adamant about being the undisputed champion. He don't want to give he's also, up. He's also a fighter. He's got pride. You got so a man. Which way are we going here, guys? Which one? But wait, t- hey, Tim, Tim. Tim. I'm which the guy way? saying the fight's oh, going to happen. I'm, I'm the guy. Hang I'm on, Tim. Tim, Tim yes. I get your point. Tim, I get your point. Tim, you're just laying it out there that he doesn't have to fight him and yeah. he might not fight him. But the point is, we talk again. I said this at the beginning. What's good and bad for boxing? It's not It's not good for boxing if Canelo does not fight Benavides. Doesn't mean boxing's going to end, but it's not good for the sport. It's not good for the fans. I if, if he fight, If he fights, if he fights Munguia next and then doesn't fight Benavides after that, it, it's an issue. You can't That's call the logjam, guys. I mean, it, Spence and Crawford already did this, where we're guys buying guys like Ennis couldn't get a title shot forever. Okay, you can't call the logjam just because you don't want to fight anybody, and 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 the top guys like Morel and Benavides are sitting there with their twiddling their thumbs because they can't get a title shot. Meantime, but, they're the most deserving guys. But Paulie, do does the does do WBC? Paulie, does the WBC realistically strip Canelo though? No, I don't think any any of these organizations do. That's what I'm saying. But that's yeah. why it's on him. It's on him. He's got to fight them, or he's got to vacate himself. Be, be be that kind of person at least. So don't be don't be too big for the sport. You know. 
Look, I talk, I sit back and I talk to a lot of boxing fans, a lot of people that are not even box casual fans as well. And they're they're Latin descent, Mexicans. And a lot of them, and I'll tell you this, a lot of them, there's a lot of them that like Canelo. There's a lot of them that don't. And this is the reason why they don't like Canelo. The ones that don't, that tell me they don't like him. They say he picks who he wants to fight. He doesn't fight the best guys out there. And if he was to fight Benavides, a guy that everybody said that, hey, this guy right here is bona fide. This guy right here can bring something to the table. This guy is, is, is lethal. He's dangerous. And if he can beat a guy like Benavides, then he'll get the respect from me. That's what these guys are telling me. They're telling me that, you know, so it will add to his legacy, you know, instead of hurting his legacy. But again, I don't think I don't think Canelo wants that smoke, man. I really don't. I, I really don't think he wants that smoke. I think he wants to sell out uh, and do sell off and do what he wants to do. Control this business, make his money and get the hell out the game, uh, you know, in the next few fights. That's Jake it. Paul. Then. Jake Paul. If he wants to make money, fight, fight Jake Paul. By to, Bye, a degree, to a degree, the, the fighter of the generation always to a degree picks and chooses. With the exception of probably Muhammad Ali, they've all picked yeah. and chose not just the opponents, but maybe they, they fought the opponents, but at the time they wanted to fight them when they're maybe teetering off a little bit. Like Leonard yeah. did it Hagler, you know what I'm saying? Like then Leonard didn't give the Hearns a third fight. Uh, I mean, Leonard didn't give Hearns a rematch for eight years or didn't give Duran a third fight for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like there's always a little bit of that posturing. Mayweather to a degree I mean, pick the timing of when to fight guys. You know, you see a lot of guys, they fought everybody, but it's the time. Oscar did this as well, but the timing they fought them wasn't, you know, at the time where the fight could have been at the best. But then 20 years later, you look back at the record and say, oh, he fought everybody. So Canelo is guilty of this too, Just, but yep. he's not the only one that's guilty of it. It's just now when you got this guy, Benavidez, in your weight class, who's like an 8,000-pound elephant in the room, I mean, it's like, it's like dude, it, elephant's probably more than 8,000 pounds. 80,000 pound <laughs> elephant in the room, you know, you got... You got like it's 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 resounding now, and that, and that's kind of the problem we have here. And and you know what? It's again, you wanted to go win all the belts, then don't go win all the belts because there's a pro and cons to win all the belts. You want to be the big shot with the undisputed title. Now there's no out for you to not fight Benavides without looking ridiculous. Look, guys, I just want to let y'all know I agree with everything you guys are saying. I'm just I'm just trying to be devil's advocate here. That's just it. And Understood. Just, that's why we out. have talk show. That's why we got you guys got to tune in the pro box. We got <laughs> guys, all the way. All the devil's advocates. The way, this, I'm gonna give you guys, guys the fans. You guys are the biggest devil's advocate. The fans at home commenting. commenting. <laughs> Tim, just uh, talking about your point, like how you're, you know, you're listening. You, you agree. You got your other, other, other angles to, to, to give people different looks. I appreciate that. My, I'm gonna give you a little insight into where my head's coming from. I'm thinking about Mexicans of the, of the past, man. Great Mexican warriors. Mm. The guys, the guys who, who, who fight the next guy. You know, I'm, I, I think about Chavez fighting De La Hoya. It's like, yep. man, that's that is. That was never a good fight for him at that at that stage of his career. Still took it, took it twice. You know, those, what about, that, what about Chavez not giving Whitaker a rematch though? Listen, that's that's because he didn't want that smoke. That's not, but that's not this situation. That's not the next guy in line. That's not you at the end of your career fighting the next guy. Because we, you know, we gotta I gotta put this in microcosm a little bit because that this specific situation, you know, we were talking about Canel Kittle said himself, he's not gonna be here for that much longer. And he has that three fight deal. He's got one, one done. If he does Mugia, and then hey, listen, this could be his third, his final one. It could be a huge pay per view payday, uh, big fight if it's a Benavides fight. And listen, if he loses, does does it really hurt his his legacy? I don't, I don't know. Think about Chavez. These guys go out badly sometimes at the end of their career. He's still one of the great, the greatest Mexican fighter of all time. I, he, I think he, he must be loved. A hundred percent, because because they love warriors. Mm -hmm. 
Mexicans love warriors. Warriors don't always win. Warriors die in battle. And you got to go to battle, though. Well, listen, make sure you download the app because you get this kind of talk every single day. You got the Wednesday Night Fight Series, November 29th. Listen, we 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 don't agree on everything, but we all agree that this is a fight we want to see. And Chris, I'm in your camp, man. I paid $79.99 for this jar of hope. <laughs> and I'm sorry, they're going to fight, Pauly. They're, they're going to do it. It might not be next, but by May, we're going to be talking about Canelo versus Benavides. Listen, download the app. Champions Everyday Talking Boxing, Pro Box TV is your boxing channel.